Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Back to all the Draymond stuff in just a minute again. We do not expect... Any news on that? I don't expect any news on that for several hours. I could be surprised, and they could announce something in the next 10 minutes. Um, But my expectation would be that sometime late this afternoon, we will hear word. And and again, I'll repeat, I will be surprised and disappointed if the suspension for Draymond is not at least 10 games. We'll get back to all of that. But first, in the spirit of something completely different, all of you who listen to our show, you know Christine Lisi. She's one of the very few people left at ESPN who has been at ESPN longer than me. And you should be following her on Twitter. She tweets at ESPN Christine. And Christine, are you still there? I am. Okay. So she tweeted, hey, DirecTV and Fox 61 News, please settle your dispute between before 4 p.m. Eastern Sunday, or at least put it on pause between 4 and 8 that day. We have an important game to watch. Hashtag go Bills. Christine is is running the risk because I'm not aware of this because I don't live up in Connecticut anymore. Uh, is Are you running the risk of not seeing Bills Cowboys this weekend? Yes. What's the latest? What's happening? What's what's going on? That's all I know is they're in a dispute. I don't know. They've taken the Fox six, the Fox affiliate, as Brendan knows, because he's a Cowboys fan, so he would know. Um, they they took the affiliate off Directv because of you know the fees. They're arguing about how much to pay or how much somebody wants or oh, something no. like that. And they only do this during football season. They don't do this, to my recollection, they don't do this any other time of the year. And it's not just the Fox affiliate. I know that CBS back in Western New York did it, you know, and they got it fixed. They got it settled in time for people to watch the Bills. So I think. I don't know if it's going to get settled. I will. I will listen to the games because I've. We don't get the ticket this year, so I have. I have listened to games that aren't on on TV here. So, so. let me throw a couple of ideas at Uh-oh. you, Christine. Sure. I, I can't the, go out and watch the game. Why, why can't you go out and watch the game? <laughs> I it. It's too hard for me. Like it's too much. Like I I I stood the last seven minutes of the game in Kansas City. Yeah. I don't think I took a breath. I, I paced back and forth. I was driving the dog crazy, so it's not it's I can't. You would fit be in, in very public. well at my house. <laughs> I mean th- th- that's how I behave. And I'll tell you what, you are welcome to come over. Stace will order some food and you can watch. I'm planning on watching all of Bill's Cowboys is a mag- it's a it's a to me it's a phenomenal game. Yes. You've been hearing, by the way, all of this Josh Allen stuff I've been doing. Are you aware? That right now, I am a beloved figure in Buffalo. You are. I've noticed, like, uh, I, I noticed when you did it last week, like, Jets fan, Mike Greenberg, and lots of exclamation points. Um, I love you anyways, but I love you even more for that. Hashtag Bills Mafia loves me. The Dolphins fans, not as much. No. Miami fans are down on me right now, but the Bills fans are up on me. You have become mayoral up there. Uh, in, you, in you, Buffalo. Could, you could run for public office and win. I could jump through one of those tables that they love jumping <laughs> through. The Miami fans are mad at us because someone pulled out a clip of something we once said. <laughs> <laughs> and they posted it, and it got a little bit of play. And you know what's hilarious about it? We were so wrong. I mean, if you want to look at like 90 seconds we should of play the it back. longest anyone has ever been. <laughs> look, and I'm the first person to acknowledge it. I've been way wronger about way more important things than that in my life. But in the clip, 
We basically say two is terrible. Oh. And Tyreek Hill is a terrible signing by the Dolphins and a huge mistake that they will that they will regret. It's ninety seconds of hell. Cam, it, it, Cam it and Bubba, if you guys of us being so wrong <laughs> that it's it's impossible to believe. And people put it up there like I'm going to be upset about it. Hell, I've been wrong. I, I, we do a feature called the KOD. Everything I say is wrong. So I, I, as I said, I've been way wronger than that before. But here's what I will say about how. The thing I'm most wrong about in that clip, because I watched it back, and I, you, you can do nothing but laugh. There's no, there's no way not to laugh as you watch it. We're, if you literally tried to go back in time and write out a script that would make you sound the stupidest you could possibly sound, like I don't even know where to begin. Like, like, like what, what, other, what things have happened in, in society and culture that would make you sound that stupid, right? Like, um, I don't know. Like, um, like the internet will never work. Right, the internet won't ever work. That kind of thing. Literally, it's literally that bad. <laughs> but here's the part of it that I was most wrong on. The part of it I was most wrong on is Tyreek Hill. Um, Tua, I never thought was going to be as good as he is. I'm dead wrong on that one, too. The, the only question mark with him remains the ability to stay healthy. He's done it so far in a year where almost no other quarterbacks have. So give him all the credit in the world. He is playing great. And the, the one thing he has, I always questioned him because of the injury um, concerns. And I just did not think he had the cannon for an arm that I love. But his superpower is his accuracy. When you let him throw, he's so accurate. So he's been way better than I thought he'd be. So I was wrong on that one. But I was way wronger on Tyreek Hill, and I'll tell you why. I was positive that Tyreek Hill was just a super fast guy who was a product of a great offense with a great quarterback and a great coach. And what he has actually shown in Miami is he might be the best receiver in the NFL. That's what he is, and that's not what I thought he was. I did not think he was... Whoever else we'd put in that conversation, A.J. Brown and, and C.D. Lamb, who were the best receivers? Who am I not thinking of? I mean, I think Tyreek Hill is clearly and obviously the best receiver he in the is. NFL. He is. That's what I'm saying. Like, right now, he's the best receiver in the entire NFL. Did you think he was that? I did not. I did not either. I thought he was just a fast guy who fit beautifully into an offense that was so good because it was so well coached and has this incredible quarterback. So... I, of all the things I was wrong about, and I was wrong about everything in that clip, uh, that's the one I was most wrong about. I also didn't think that Mike McDaniels was Bill Walsh in leggings, and he's also become that. Th- that was at a time which leggings. We, yeah, have you, have you ever seen like how tight and how high he wears his pants? Yeah, but they're not leggings. What are they? They're just tight pants. They're I don't like, think he's wearing like leggings. High sw- like the I watched. I watched the clip back too. It, it is. <laughs> it is one of the most hilarious. <laughs> pieces of radio we have ever done because it is you and I agreeing with each other going back and forth Bubba said he's pulling it in now yeah. I think at some point today it's worth playing back with your with your buzzers and dings to show how many things I we think got we off. could try and write a script like literally write a script of things that'll happen like like literally you would have to be saying things as stupid as well the one thing we know for sure is that Aaron Rodgers won't get hurt like like it's literally that bad <laughs> I mean all of the things that we expect uh, Mike McCarthy will be fired by midseason <laughs> Um, what else? Like, what, what are things Bill you... Belichick is going to regret oh, Bill, not staying with the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills Great. made a mistake with Josh Allen. Back in time, yes, yes exactly. Anything, that. yes, anything that like that. Yeah, exactly. That's so, anyway, that's a whole separate conversation for a separate day. But, so anyway, that's the, the thing about this job, is that every now and again, like right now, in Buffalo, they love me. In Miami, they hate me. 
That'll get turned around. At some point, I'll say something nice about one and bad about the other. But I'm right about Josh Allen, right, Christine? Josh Allen is the goods. I, I think he is. I've watched... Um... I've watched every single game that you know he's played, and I've seen the incredible jump that he made in 2020 that that showed he was the guy. That you know that was enough for me, and I've seen like I, you know, of course the turnovers you would love to have less of those, but all the other stuff he does, like the the pass to I think it was one to Kincaid on Sunday, and then the other one to Latavius Murray. Yeah, I'm Which like Murray are you tried me? as hard as he could to drop. Like yes. Latavius Murray tried so hard to ruin that play. Uh, he did. He, he got three steps in. Thank God, Gene Steratore gave him the catch. And by that, I literally mean it. Those guys make the decisions. I'm telling you right now, they just watch what Steratore and uh, and 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 um, <laughs> who's the other guy, Blandino. Dean Blandino, and these guys say, and then they make John their Perry. decisions. I mean, they, they 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 will not go against those guys. Josh Allen is the second best quarterback in the NFL, and right. has been now for the last four years. And uh, 2020, 21, 22. How close is Joe Burrow? I mean, Joe Burrow has has reached a Super Bowl. He's got to be damn but, close. Like statistically, I feel he's like not it's, close. I feel like it's a threesome. I, I feel like it's a trio, not a duo. But Burrow's level of play this year was was so much lower any level we've seen Allen over that. But time. he got hurt immediately and was just getting healthy and then got hurt again. But Allen at his best is also better than we've ever seen Burrow too. Is he? When you consider the value that Burrow he has with his legs. Burrow does very high-level winning, though. But, yeah, but, but Burrow, I mean, the beating that he takes back there and keeps going, like, I, I'm not looking just at numbers. Like, I don't, right, I don't right, make right. My, my, my evaluations of these people just on numbers. You watch them play. To me, it's those three guys. And then there's another level. There's a level. So you think they're all, all three, I'm, I'm interested in this. You think all three of those guys are in the same tier, in tier one? Well, if, you, if it depends on how specific you want to be, I would put Mahomes alone Me too. at the top. Okay, but, but I agree if, with that. If we're going to separate it into tiers, I would say those three guys would be my tier one. So, so do you, you don't think that Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert or anyone else? Belong- Definitely not Justin Herbert. I mean, I love Justin Herbert, and I think he has a chance to be a great player. He has been significantly held back by terrible coaching. I think he could wind up being a great player. As of this moment, there's no way you can say he's. I think Lamar Jackson has been a thousand times better than him. Jalen Hurts has been a thousand Dak? times better than him. Well, Dak has been up and down. This season, he's been better. Over the course of his career, you can't put Dak on a level with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, I, you know, there was a moment in time when Deshaun Watson belonged in that conversation. That's obviously fallen way out of it. <clears throat> Lamar Jackson would be the closest to it. I, I would put Lamar Jackson. Four. You put him four right now. Yeah. No. Huh. Who else? We've just hardly talked about Lamar this year. I know. Hardly I don't know at all. why exactly. I mean, they're, good, they're, they're this one seed in, in, in the AFC. I got a note from someone this week that actually asked, why are the Ravens either so uninteresting or not talked about? Because Lamar's having a great season. Mm-hmm. They're going to be the one seed in the conference. And we've, I mean, on Get Up, we've talked about them almost none. All right, so Baba tells me the cut is up there. So this is something that was circulating online, and the Miami fans were all giving us a hard time. And God bless them. It's funny. Uh, where is it here? Oh, here it is. So this is this is us. This was at some point after the Dolphins had signed Tyreek Hill. I, I don't I don't have. Do you have the date? Does it say what date it was? Uh, I, I don't, no, I don't, I don't have the exact date, but it was sometime then. I assume it's like the day after. The, he was traded uh, in March of 2022. So yeah, it, I think it was the day after. Basically. Sometime roughly. And if then. you remember, he almost went to the Jets and didn't. That's correct. And so I was saying, which is why we were talking he about didn't it. Go to the Jets. Okay, and that's why we were talking about it. I will try and hit the ding every time we say something that looks in the light of day 
unimaginably <laughs> stupid, but I may not be able to do it quickly enough because the thing yeah. doesn't refresh and so it, for two it, seconds. Basically, you, you first said you're thrilled to not have it, and then you toss it to Hembo, and then it starts oh, with Hembo, God. and then right. you go after it that. Just, it just, here we go. You should not have wanted Tyreek Hill. When a trade like this happens, ask yourself, which of these two teams is smart and which of these two teams is not? Okay, The Chiefs have been extremely successful for almost a decade now under Andy Reid because they don't do stupid things. The Dolphins, meanwhile, traded everything and then paid him as the highest paid receiver in the history of the NFL. That's not the kind of thing smart teams do. He's a 28-year-old wide receiver whose game is solely reliant upon speed, who's played the entirety of his prime with Patrick Mahomes. You're paying 150 cents on the dollar. I think you are completely right. And I wasn't even going to get into the Miami side of this. But to me, this is how I read this deal. Why did Brian Flores get fired? Me, my read on this from a distance has always been Brian Flores got fired because he doesn't think Tua Tungavailoa is a great player. And you know what? That's because Tua Tungavailoa is not a great player. But you know who has to justify that pick? The man who made it. So the general manager, who will forever be the guy who took Tua instead of Justin Herbert, when Justin Herbert is standing on the stage in Canton, Ohio, getting his Hall of Fame jacket because he's going to be the best quarterback in the league for the next 10 years, and Tua is going to be a backup somewhere, that the general manager is going to know he was wrong and the owner is going to know. But in this particular case, the general manager convinced the owner I was right and the coach doesn't believe in him. So they fire Brian Flores and then everything else happens with that. And now they've done everything they can to justify taking Tua and done everything they can to give him every chance to succeed. They spent a trillion dollars on their offensive line. They took Jalen Waddle last year, and now they've just made Tyreek Hill the most expensive receiver in NFL history and traded all these draft picks, including a number one for him. That's why the Dolphins did it. So the Dolphins, in my opinion, made a terrible deal. I am thrilled the Jets didn't make it. My God. It's impossible to believe. Like, we couldn't have written it worse. There would be you nailed n- it. I mean, that's... The- <laughs> Hembo is crying. You're Nothing actually- has ever been funnier than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, we, when you take that out of context... No, there is no context in which it doesn't sound that bad. Hembo is genuinely crying his eyes out. I mean, this is... Are you, are you okay? I mean, no. every single thing was wrong. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> Why are you? Your reaction is overly emotional. <laughs> it's just that. Yeah, yeah. Why are there actual tears coming out? What's yeah, happening right now? This is a bit much. I need, I need to take a break. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Hembo, you seriously look like someone has just given you terrible news. taking a walk. Uh, get, get used to being on the air, my man. You're going to say a lot stupider things than that, although not much. Th- that was genuinely ridiculous. So anyway, here's the good news. At least they like me in Buffalo. I still have, will always have Buffalo no matter what, even if we can't watch the game this Sunday between the Bills and the Cowboys. We're back in a moment on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Have you recovered? We almost lost you there for a minute. Yeah, so I like to consider myself pretty measured uh, as a human being, but the combination of of that outburst with my get-up outburst in which Dominique Foxworth was, was fed the answer to today's trivia question by one of our cameramen, uh, Tyler. Um, I've had a rough day because uh, Brandon actually had to restrain me physically live on the air. And so I'm definitely acting out of character. So that was fun. Um, and I mean, the, the, it just is what it is. I mean, we, could, we were as wrong. If you were to write a script and try and sound as wrong as you could possibly, like that sounded like a bit. Like, we don't do many bits on this show. Like, back in the old days, we would have, Bubble, remember, like, we would have written a bit like that and, and, and said, here's the Mike and Mike time capsule and gone back and been wrong about everything that we, uh, Peyton Manning will never win a playoff game. Tom Brady will, you know, whatever. Bill Belichick, I actually said, here's how wrong, you want to hear, this is, I, I swear on my life, this is a true story. Bill Belichick, I don't know if a tape of this still exists anymore. Bill Belichick's first season as coach of the Patriots, they went something like four and twelve, five and eleven, five and mm-hmm. eleven, and the next year, early in the season, I think they lost their first two games or something like that. And I, of course, was down on Belichick because he had just left the Jets and everything else. And I said, "There's no question, Bill Belichick will get fired at the end of this year." There's no, d- I said that. I swear on the lives of my children that at some point I said that on Mike and Mike. And 23 years later, you might be right. <laughs> and, and, and that's exactly six right. Six Super Bowls later. Bill Belichick won six freaking Super Bowls and made it to nine with that team before he might get fired at the end of this season. So, I mean, that, that's that I've been legendarily wrong. But again, if you could find that tape, and I have, I don't know what day I would have said it. Did they start 0-2? Do I have that? They started right? 0-2. They started 0-2. Because they that lost, was the year of September 11th, Yeah, they right? lost their second game to the Jets. That was when we knocked out Drew Bledsoe. Yes, that was the 23rd of September. Uh, and, and, and I said sometime after that, maybe the following day. So that, if week, that was yeah. the 23rd. Uh-huh. It might very well have been September 24th, 2001. 
I, I said on the air, Bill Belichick will get fired at the end of this season. Speaking of which, he actually addressed that very question today. And there was obviously some reporting this week that they've already agreed mutually to report uh, ways. ESPN's not going with that. But how do you see this thing shaking out? Because the more people that I talk to whose opinions I value tell me this might be the end. This could be the end. This will be the end. And it's hard for me to put my arms around that, given the fact that as a sports fan, basically all I've ever known is Bill Belichick coaching the Patriots. All right, so get ready to roll a tape on this, and I will see how wrong I wind up being on this one. I do believe this will be his last year because I think Robert Kraft is ready to move on. I think the suggestion that people keep making on Get Up that Robert Kraft could convince Belichick to give up his control over the roster and everything else and just coach the team is ludicrous. I don't see any way in the world Bill would do that. So my prediction is that Belichick will be the coach of another team next season. And I think there are a lot of different possibilities. We've all heard the possibility of Washington. Mike Tannenbaum was the first person I heard say that, but they're going to be trying to get a stadium built. Belichick, we, we all saw him this weekend, you know, with the thing with Navy. He, he is from that area. His father was the coach at Navy. He loves that part of the country. So that would make a lot of sense. Um, but there will be any number of places that, that, that will have openings. I think the Chargers will have an opening. Um, we think maybe the Bears will have an opening, although they're playing a little bit better lately. Um, where else would make sense? I don't see him going to Carolina. Uh, who, Raiders, I have a tough time picturing that. Mm-hmm. Um, bum, bum, bum. If you're Bill and you have options, you want to pick where you want to go. I think the Chargers are an attractive place because you do have the quarterback in place uh-huh. that you could build around. The Bears actually could be attractive because you have so much draft capital that you can kind of f- almost fashion a whole new roster pretty quickly. I'd be, very, I'd be fascinated with almost any of those, but is it obvious to you that he wants to keep coaching? Yes. It is. I think Bill is a lifer. I think there are people... I've had this experience with many people. I've had this conversation with people. I've had this conversation with Lou Pinella. I've had this conversation with Doug Collins. I've had this conversation with many people. So I'll use the Pinella example. So Lou was someone, Lou Pinella is a player I grew up loving. I loved him on the Yankees. Number 14, I, I loved Lou Pinella, so I've always been a fan of his. And he, of course, went and managed the Reds with great success. And then he managed the, the, the then Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And then he came to work for us. He came to work, oh, no, no, he went to work at Fox. He didn't work for us, but he, he got into broadcasting. And Mike and I went and saw him. In uh, we were at an all-star game somewhere and he was there to broadcast it and he came and did our show. And I'll never forget, he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He was suntanned. He looked so relaxed. He looked so happy. He seemed so happy and we talked about it. We talked on the air because he, anyone who knows Pinella knows, he's like the most type A, most stressed out, most worried person ever. He was the most intense. He was a super, is a super intense man. And he seemed so relaxed and happy. And we talked about it. And he was talking about how great his life was, how relaxed he was, spending more time with his family. And before you knew it, the Cubs job came open, and he's back managing the Cubs again. And he looks pale and shriveled and upset and anxious and everything else. Because these guys just have it in their blood. Same with Doug Collins. Doug Collins got out of coaching. He was an outstanding broadcaster. Doug Collins was as good on television doing basketball games as anyone. You put anyone else you want in there, whoever you love doing these games, none of them were better than Doug doing them. He did them at TNT forever. 
And he would have, could have done it the rest of his life and been relaxed and all the rest of that. And boom, Michael Jordan called him and said, come coach the Wizards. And the next thing you know, he's back to coaching and he's stressed and he's intense. And that's the kind of personality that Doug is too. And I love him. The point is, this is just in these guys' blood. Bill Belichick and getting out of coaching until he can't do it anymore. So I have another question for you. Go ahead. I didn't tell you this was coming. So the Chiefs and the Patriots play this week. And it got me thinking, between Andy Reid and Bill Belichick, which of those guys is likely or likelier to win more games than the other. So right now, Bill Belichick has 55 more wins than Andy, including the playoffs, 46 more when including the regular season. Bill is 71. Andy is 65. I am fast. Like, we've talked so much about his pursuit, uh, Belichick's pursuit of Shula and not talked at all about Andy's because he's so far behind. But it's not going to look so stupid in a couple of years so long as he continues along with Patrick Mahomes winning 12 or 13 games a year. I think that's right. I think when it's all said and done, there's a because Andy is another one who I think will coach as long as he can, you know, knock on wood as long as his health allows him to. So he will coach in that regard longer than Bill will. And, you know, Bill's future is very uncertain right now. I mean, he's not assured of winning games wherever he goes. I think he will, whether it's in New England or other someplace else. But you're correct. I think Andy Reid figures to win double-digit games every year for the foreseeable future because he has that quarterback Mm -hmm. in the same way that Bill did for all those years because he had that quarterback. So, yes, I think if if you're asking me, do I think there's a chance that when it's all said and done, Reed winds up the winningest coach of all time? I think there's a real chance. Follow-up question. When it's all said and done, is there any chance that Reed passes Bill? For Super Bowls? No, just in terms of like, you know, the, the answer to the question, who is the greatest football coach of all time? It's going to be tough. I don't think it's impossible. Let's put it this way. They each had other coaching jobs besides the one for which they will eternally be remembered. Bill was in Cleveland. Bill actually did a better job in Cleveland than most people remember. They were starting to do some winning, and then they were moving out of Cleveland, and the mood just turned horrendous. For those of us who remember it, this would have been like 96, 95, Mm -hmm. something like that. Whatever year it was, everyone knew they were moving the team and the city was understandably devastated and everything else. The vibe around everything just went completely south. So I don't know that that's a a fully fair evaluation, but it is what it is. His stint in Cleveland was nowhere near as successful as Andy's stint in Philadelphia. I have, do I have this right? Reed is the winningest coach in the history of the Eagles, right? Yes, and he's the only coach to be the winningest coach for two different For two different teams. That's why this came up recently. And he took them to a Super Bowl, and they won a ton of playoff games. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that they're— It's on if, the table for you. If re, sure. I think if Andy wins—like, I think when, it's, when one guy's got six and the other guy's got two— when one guy's been to nine and the other guy's been to three, it's very hard for me to... Well, four, to, including to put, Philly. Oh, that's true. It is four. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a good one. So let's say Reed wins two more, goes to two more and wins two more. Okay. Now he's been in six and he's won four. You could absolutely make that comparison. And if he winds okay. up with more wins, sure. I, I, you, I could see having that. I mean, we'll have to see where we are when we get to that, if we get to that. But could I see that happening? Of course. Because it wouldn't surprise me if Andy Reid coached Patrick Mahomes for 10 more years. Yeah. In which case, that's on the, like, on the list of options. And I think it would, be, it would have been considered blasphemy not that long ago. But I think we might be heading down a road in which Andy Reid, <laughs> through the back door, winds up being considered the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. Can, can I ask a question? Sure. 
What do the Chiefs look like once Travis Kelsey is gone? Are we seeing a little bit of it this year? Is it not going to look the same? I trust Andy Reid to figure it out, but they can't rely on these you know, young wide receivers forever, and Travis Kelsey, I think, is starting to go downhill a little bit. Yeah, he and is. And yeah. I think that it might not look the same for Patrick Mahomes without him. Well, look, Patrick Mahomes is the guy, for all the joking around we just did about how wrong we were on the Tyreek Hill thing, he is the guy who still won a Super Bowl. Right. They can go out and get – so what they've done is they've drafted Rasheed Rice and Sky Moore, and, and, and they've been wrong on some guys. Now, now, Rasheed Rice, they may not be wrong on. I think a lot of people like him. I think the jury is very much out on Sky Moore. We'll see. They were second-round picks, and they're still young players. But you can go out and get a receiver. I mean, if, if they need to, they'll go out and get him a receiver or a tight end or something – when, when, and I agree with you that we're starting to see a little bit of the deceleration of Kelsey. So they will, they will look if they get knocked out of the playoffs this year and that offense never gets right. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it this off season. If they're not in there going after whoever the next AJ Brown or Stefan Diggs or whoever it is, big receiver that changes teams, I wouldn't be at all surprised if they go out and get if him. If you had to make a, a pick to represent the AFC right now. Would it still not be Kansas City? In this year's right Super now, Bowl? Right now, yes. In this year's Super Bowl. Because that's my team. I think so. I don't trust Baltimore. I don't trust Buffalo. Do we trust Miami at home? I mean, that was a bad loss the other night. I don't know. I, mean, I guess it probably would be them. I think they're still go- I think they're getting back this year. Like, they have the best quarterback ever. Right. And this is the best defense he's ever played across. Right. But they're- even the best quarterback doesn't go every year. That's true. So, I mean, you know, Brady did not. It felt like he did, but he didn't go every but, year. But the path is so much clearer this year in the AFC than it has been. There's no Joe Burrow to get through. Right, but his team is less than it has been. There's no question his team, at least his offense is his less offense than His offense is less than. His defense is way better. His defense is good. Look, could they get back there? Absolutely they could. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let me get back to the story of the day. The Scoop. It was nice to take a little break from the Draymond stuff, but I'm assuming there are a lot of people who are specifically tuning in today because they want to hear us talking about it. We we spent uh, the majority of Get Up on it this morning and pretty much the entire first hour of this radio show on the Draymond Green story. Let me let you hear from some other folks. This was Chris Canty this morning uh, on Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio on Draymond Green and the potential suspension. There's no way that you can come back with another five-game suspension and expect that he's going to get it. It has, the suspension has to escalate because the behavior has not been curbed. And to me, that's where the onus is on the NBA because it's clear that the Golden State Warriors and the guys in that locker room can't do it themselves. I think you double the suspension. Ten games. I say you say ten games. And if it happens again, you, you go and double it from there. And you just keep going until you find that sweet spot where Draymond all of a sudden changes how he behaves on the court. Yeah, I, I think that... The idea that this is going to somehow be a deterrent to Draymond doing the things he's done, that's hopeless. Again, if, if, if losing an NBA championship based upon his behavior didn't have any impact on him, then it's hard for me to picture that anything will. But at some point, you have to make a statement that as a league, we cannot allow this. We cannot allow this to keep happening to other players. We cannot allow for the possibility of an escalation. I mean, Jeff Saturday said it on TV. One of these days, he's going to do that to the wrong guy. And rather than, than fall down and then someone's going to get up and punch him directly in the face. And now we're going to have a real problem on our hands. So 
I share what can't. Uh, to me, the minimum is 10 games. If, if, it, if it is announced today they have suspended him 10 games, I will say, okay, that seems right. I think anything less than that would be startlingly low, inappropriately low, and I will not there, – there is – I mean, I guess there would be a place where I think it would be too much, but if they went more than 10 games, I would be okay with that too. The track record here has to play a big factor. If, if you are at arraignment and, you're, and, and your lawyer can say he has no priors, he's not a flight risk, then the judge might be more lenient. But this is now going to be the sixth time that he sees the judge. Um, Draymond Green is a flight risk. You have to take these things into account. I don't think the NBA is going to rule as heavy-handedly as the public wants because it rarely does. Greeny, when was the last time that the league behaved in that manner, in, in, in a way in which they acted or behaved in such a way that the public was outraged because it was too strong? That never happens. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that it seems the media, it seems that we care about, that fans care about. A lot more than the league does, or at least in terms of the deterrent. I'd be surprised if it was more than five or six games. Let's hear from Mad Dog on first take. Well, I should get minimum 10 games. He got five games last time. Now he should get 10 games. Listen, I've had enough of Draymond Green. We all know his intangible qualities, but boy, I have a tough time rooting for him. Another example of just being an idiot. Suns got all upset. Vogel got upset. Nurkic got upset. So we'll see what Silva does. Five games last time, I thought he should have gotten 10. He got five when he did the headlock with Gobert. Maybe he'll get 10 this time. But enough already. Yeah, I mean, he's I'm so hard to root yeah. for. Oh, is he so hard to root for. So I'm down on him. Okay, so so um, I, what I've not heard is what Stephen A. said. So I keep checking. I, I do not believe Stephen A. has tweeted on this. And what I've not heard is what Stephen A. said. So but- one note that I did receive was that Stephen A., said something similar to what Jay did in our last hour. Um, In effect, this would not happen on a LeBron team, and that this is sort of demonstrating a void in leadership by Steph Curry. I'm just paraphrasing what I've seen because I've not heard it. But that was a stunningly, that was a a very surprising reaction for me, for that to be a primary takeaway after the events of last night. Well, I'm sure Stephen A., my point is, I'm sure Stephen A. has said on first take today what he thinks the suspension should, oh, should be, be. Sure. should be and I, I would really like to hear what Stephen A's take on that is we'll take a short break we'll come back with much more on that as we go uh, and again if there's any news you'll hear it immediately right here on ESPN radio hi it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt Stephen A Smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greenie, the podcast. Greeny on ESPN Radio. So we wanted to have a little fun here. So let's let you hear from Stephen A. before we go on to a little fun. Again, if you're just joining us, we've been basically on the Draymond Green story for the majority of our show today. And I think it's important and I think it's the right thing to do. And it's also no fun at all. There's nothing fun about talking about Draymond Green smashing a guy in the head and calling for a player's suspension. None of us want to do that, and and it just isn't any fun. So I told you that I hadn't heard yet from Stephen A. on this. Let's give him the last word. This was Stephen A.'s commentary on first take today, and then we'll go on to other business. Draymond Green is going to get suspended for about 10 games, minimum. It's coming. I hope you brace yourself. I love Draymond. Can't excuse it. He apologized. I can respect that. That was a flagrant, too. He definitely should have been ejected. But we all know what's going to come down. We know that the league office is going to meet this morning. I can tell you right now, through my sources, they're meeting as we speak. Right now. Right now, Dougie. They're meeting right now. This is not going to be a Joe Dumas decision. This is not going to be uh, just a committee decision. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the National Basketball Association, is going to be directly involved with the decision that comes down involving Draymond Green. Okay, good. As well he should be. I mean, you know, this is why this this goes beyond normal league disciplinary stuff. This is one of the most famous players in the NBA on – one of the signature franchises of the NBA getting involved in this again and in, in this kind of thing again. So I would think I, I would I would it would surprise me if Adam was not involved in how this is adjudicated and involved in the final decision. And I'll agree with Stephen A. I will be very surprised if this is not 10 games. I will not be surprised if it's a little more than that. If, if they went to 20, I would be surprised, I think. If, if this was 10, 12 games, something like that, it would not surprise me. I'm taking the under. I think they'll suspend him for five games again, maybe six. Get out of here. I really do. Why do you think that? Because I think the incident, like this incident in isolation, obviously we can't do that, but this incident in isolation is not nearly as egregious as dragging Rudy Gobert with his neck, with his, by his throat across an entire basketball court. Mm-hmm. And so I think what the NBA will do is say, despite the fact that this incident is not nearly that severe, because of all these repeat issues, we're going to match the suspension last time. That's what I think is going to happen. Wow. I, I, look, I don't have any knowledge of this. I don't have sources, uh, as Stephen A. Uh, does, or, or Woj, or any of these other guys. So I have no idea what they're going to do. I will say that will surprise me. And if it is what winds up happening then I'll have a lot to say about it tomorrow. And one way or another, we'll find that out a little later. Right, let's have a little fun. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. And we're going to play a game, Hembo versus me. And Cam, has Cam seen the list? So here's what's in, the, here's what's in my document. It says, Bubba found an article of 10 slang terms that Gen Zers, people in Gen Z, use at work. So he's going to read one. Each one, and Greeny and Hembo will try and guess what it means. And 
We'll see if I get more right or you get more right. The question is, does Cam already know what they are, or could he guess as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them. So you're Bub- looking at them. Bubba so and I will both read. Would them you too. have known all of them? I think so. Yeah. Okay, guys, I, I want you to guess though, like. Because Greeny's more Gen Z than I am, at least in spirit. Yeah. Who do you think will know more of these? I think Greeny will. They're not that difficult, but, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Now, let's yeah. see how we do. All right, Bob, give us the first one. Well, I think we should honestly skip this first one because it's the first one is so easy. Well, how do I know what the first one is? The why first... would you just skip the first one? Why, why are well, you the saying first one's I, the we don't see the list? So I... now you're telling me I'm then just skip the first one and do whatever you want. Well, I just want to say we'll give you we'll give you a layup. Whichever here. one you read first becomes the first one. <laughs> I understand how it works. I'm just saying I, you I'm... don't understand. Can you how read it the first one? <laughs> the first one, G O A T. Say it again. G O A T. Goat? Yes. All right, greatest of all time. All right, was, is that right? We all know that. Yes, right? that's right. Good job. All right. Okay, next. Do you guys know what slay means? S L A Y? Yep. My daughter says it all the time. I'm sure she does. Yeah, so if, if you send her a text, it could be related to almost anything. And if she's trying to say, like, awesome, great, good, I'm happy, some, some sort of response in that regard, she'll write back slay. So I think that's what that means. Yeah, it's pretty much like an affirmation for anything, honestly. Which you is, would have not which is what a lot oh, of. Oh yeah, are. what about Hembo? I'd like to see Hembo. I thought slay was a verb that meant like to kill or smite down. That, right. that is what it means. But these are these are uh, slang terms. I've never heard it used in slang. No one has ever said you slay. No. Well, you haven't texted my daughter Nikki. No, text, send my daughter Nikki, Nikki a text and say, "Hey, we had a really good show today. And I'm feeling really good about it. She'll write back slay. <sighs> I don't know if Hembo has ever done anything slay worthy though. Yeah. You've never slain. No, <laughs> I'm one for two so far. All right, go ahead. What's next? All right, the next one is sus. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? I do. Sus. I know what it means. Hembo. Let's go to Hembo I'll first. I'll let you go yeah. first. Yeah, it means like to sort out, to no, suss out. that's not what it means. You're doing this on sus purpose. No, no, I am not. I am not doing this on purpose. Sus, I, sus is something is short for suspicious yeah. or questionable. Like we're, we're involved in a lot. <laughs> One time I came home and my nephew was out on his front porch with a bunch of other people or out on the terrace with a bunch of other people. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, oh, we're out there just involved in a lot of non-sus activities. Um, and I knew what that meant. So, yes, I know what I'm three for three. Hembo's a dope. So we're merely shortening suspicious. In that case, yes. Yep. Good right? to know. You've, you've never heard of sus. I agree. You're, you're just making this up. No, I'm not. Why would I do that? Go ahead, next. All right. You, All right. you have to know this next. Do one. you know what the abbreviation FR means, Hembo? FR? Yeah. Uh, come on. I'm honestly. If someone texts you FR, you don't know what that means? It's usually a text form, yeah. No. It means for real. I've. I've never received that text. <laughs> right? Am I right? Correct. Yes, that yeah. is correct. I mean, I get, and and sometimes people say, knows. for real, for real. Like, they'll say it twice. For real, for real is when they're trying to, like, no, no, no. So for real, That's for real. That's redundant. Yes. Like, the, the, whatever, the woman that I like at Starbucks said to me, no, we're out of oat milk today for real, for real. Wow. Oh, I see. Because oh, it always really says, out. the app always says they're out of oat milk, but they almost never are because I'm the first person in that store at 530 in the morning. So I order it without oat milk, and they put it in oat milk because they know that's what I want. But when I went in the other day, she said, no. We're out of oat milk today for real, for real. I see. My God. Do you even live in the world? <laughs> I'm not. Guys, I can assure you I'm not pulling your leg. I genuinely haven't known any of the last three. All right. We've got Keep a couple going. more. Next one is vibing. Yeah, you have to know vibing. That just means like generally feeling melancholy, right? No, not melancholy. No. Not that's feel, on that's purpose. Not a, yeah, this, that's that, not that's, a sadness. Yeah. We, and the game. If we're He's vibing, just, like we're feeling good. Like if we're vibing. Like, in fact, you might send someone a text and they may write back vibes. 
Like it's just like yeah, it's, it's like a, it's Grady's a good. Granny is more Gen Z than just yeah, well, everything. just like generally well. It's, just, it's, it's a good thing. Like it, you know. So yeah. Not melancholy. No, Brady's literally giving every example written in the article yeah. perfectly. <laughs> every every it. one of my kids, or everyone, both of my kids would <laughs> text you back them. vibes on almost anything. Well, none of my kids or, do we're that. vibing over here. Like I'll t- send Stevie a text. You're close to Brady's kids' age. What are you talking? You should <laughs> know that. Vibing. Yeah, you're much closer in age to my kids than you are to me. My favorite pitcher is Old Hoss Radborn. <laughs> Uh, Hembo is not vibing or slaying. Right, this you list. have to know the right, next okay. one. Hembo, do you know what flex means? Um, leave this. Leave the set if you don't know this one. Flex means to like if you're proven right about something, right? Like to affirm mm. that you were right about something. Kind of. Really, it could be used in that context, I guess. But flex is to show off. Yeah, someone's doing a flex on like you. Like if you're flexing, like 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 you know the idea of being the figurative that, like, muscle. Okay. Right, but figuratively, like like if I were to say like I'm in all these halls of fame, I'm flexing. Wow. And, and if you, you say something in, weird, Greedy. you if you say my favorite pitcher is Old Hoss Rasper, and someone might say weird flex. Okay. Because that's like a strange thing to be <laughs> proud of. So I think what I was thinking about was like dunking on. No, I, yeah, I guess you were thinking that. He's, he's on top what of I'm that. thinking. We'll give Hembo a half point for that. Is that, is that you, are, you are just not even a, a. I don't even know how you exist on planet Earth. Great question. All right, go ahead. One more. This next one's good. Uh, glow up. <gasps> glow up? Glow up. Yep. Are, are you spelling that G L O? No, G L O W. Yep. Like uh, someone had a glow up. I, I could guess, but I don't, I don't know what that means. That's not one I've heard. I'm just assuming that means you've gotten high? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're, uh, I thought you were so close there when you said this that's person's spa- gotten. That, that's I was spark like, up. It, it means if someone's like, you know, improved their you know, social status or appearance over time, they had a glow up. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Uh, that one I did not know. All right. Oh. La- last one is bet. You have to know this. I've heard that used. But the, it just <laughs> got used with Michigan. Everyone on Michigan. Yeah, but I didn't understand that. <laughs> you like, didn't want to ask. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't ask anyone why. They bet were... is basically an, an an affirmation. Like, all right, we're going to meet at three o'clock today. Bet. Why don't you just say sure or yes? Or, yeah, because that's just another there. thing to say. Bet what? slay vibes. Slang yeah. is great job, slang is an unneeded part of the vernacular. I am in Gen Z, man. I am a Gen Zer. That made me feel much Grady. better. About that's myself. a flex. All right, we'll F-R. be back tomorrow. See you then. ESPN Radio vibes. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.